Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Good morning Russell. Russell. Good, morning, Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, for this new day. And in this holy week, today is the day we commemorate and we remember your last supper, the day you spent, that meal that you spent with your friends, where you taught them service by humbling yourself and washing their feet. And then you gave of yourself to them. We thank you, Lord, for your sacrifice. We thank you that you teach us by example. We thank you that you came for us. Because you are, so we are. Without you, there is no life. And you come every single time to pour your peace and your joy in our hearts. Every time we connect with you and we open ourselves, you are ever willing to give and you keep on giving. Such is your love. And that same peace and joy that you give, Lord, we want to share with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and this praying family, with all those that are beneficiaries of prayer requests on this prayer group, all those that have no one to pray for them. We share it with all those that are Christians and have not yet personally encountered you to bring that transformation in their lives and with all those that have willfully gone away from you. Let their hearts be quickened and their eyes be opened to see the truth. That every lie hidden in darkness might be revealed from your light. And that truth shall set them free. So as we make our prayer this morning, Father, we call on your name. The name of our maker, the lifter of men, the great I am. The one who dwells in the midst of the cherubims and is ever faithful. The Elohim Adonai, the Lord of Lords. The one who blots out our transgression and remembers them no more. The one who teaches us to give the Father. And we pray in the name of Jesus, the Son, who came to live by example what a son should look like. The Son of this Father. Who made the Son in his image and likeness, every single one of us. And yet, through our sin, we have distorted it. And Jesus came to restore that image. For all the Father wants is to have that same close relationship with us. And Jesus today shows us a way to have that relationship. It is he who taught us faith. It is he who is the word of God, our daily bread, the food for our spirit. The one who was, who is, and who is to come, the eternal. And we pray in the name of his spirit, the same spirit of this rock, this lion of Judah, the spirit of El Shaddai, the spirit of victory, the spirit of light, truth and life, the comforter who strengthens us, the advocate who pleads our case, the one who makes intercession for us, who has made his tabernacle, his abode within our body, that we become his temple. 
to one who raised Jesus from the dead and now raises us too to that same life in resurrection, life in the kingdom of the Father, the great King. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with your Son for atonement, with your Spirit to strengthen, that we do not depend on our physical limitations, but we depend on you. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with every spiritual gift in the heavenlies and everything that we need in the physical. You provide all our needs in accordance with your riches. We thank you, Lord, that you have placed your investment, your deposit of grace on our life. That no matter how our lives looked before that came, no matter how weak we were and how fallen we were, through that grace, we are raised up and clothed with the garment of righteousness. And you put your ring of authority on our finger and you bless us with the same abundance that you had in plan for us even before we left, even before we turned away from you. You do not change that inheritance that you have planned for us. We thank you, Father, for your mercy and for your grace. We thank you for your unchanging love, the love of this Father, who despite being the king, the judge, yet looks upon us with eyes of love and mercy. We thank you, Lord. And today, we reflect on Jesus' words from John chapter 6, verses 53 to 57, where Jesus said, Very truly, I tell you, Unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life. And I will raise them up on the last day. For my flesh is real food and my blood is real drink. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood remains in me. And I in them. <clears throat> Just as the living Father sent me, and I live because of the Father, so the one who feeds on me will live because of me. A lot of people at that time in Jesus' life, when he made this statement, his followers were disturbed by this graphic imagery. The thought of having to eat his flesh and drink his blood caused many to even stop following him. And it is a bit puzzling at first. But let's dive a little into it. And the first thing to note is he is calling us to depend on him. Look at verse 57, the last verse, where he said, I live because of the Father. And at another place in the Bible, he said, I can do nothing on my own. So he is acknowledging the Father here and demonstrating his dependence on the Father, surrendered to the Father's will. And here he says, when I live because of the Father, so the one who depends or feeds on me will live because of me. So he's calling for dependence on him. 
In the Old Testament now, we see the Israelites were fed manna that came down from heaven. And he references that, Paul references it in the book of Hebrews. And here Jesus as well, where he says, it is his body who also came down from heaven. He's drawing a comparison, but more importantly, he said they were fed to sustain their physical bodies. But here, <clears throat> here he is not hinting at the body and blood in the flesh. He was metaphorically speaking because we see him say at another place, the spirit, it is the spirit that quickens. The flesh profits nothing. So his body and his blood are meant to quicken the spirit and not feed the flesh. That is, it is not physical food. It is spiritual food. So we need to switch the plane of approach or thinking to thinking from the spiritual realm and not the physical realm. And that was a mistake the people of his time made, which is why they couldn't understand it and they were grossed out. Now let's go back to John 6 verse 56 again where he said, whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood remains in me and I in them. He's talking of communion, intimacy, a close relationship. He's talking of oneness. We see him referencing this again in another place where he says, I and the Father are one. He's calling for that oneness with him. For us to be one with him. And that is the true essence of communion. Of receiving his presence. So that it then equates to him being in us. We remain in him. And he in us. Now the book of Hebrews. I'd like to point out here. References the way that God uses the physical things of this earth as a way to help us understand and apply the spiritual truth. And that's where the comparison between the Old Testament and the New Testament also comes in. We shall look at that again another time on a reflection about our whole journey, the journey of the Israelites in the Old Testament as compared to that of our journey. We shall take that on our reflection on Sunday. Hebrews chapter 8, verse 5, here says that some tangible things are a copy and a shadow of what it is in heaven. And that chapter explains how the old covenant, which was so concerned with physical rites and ceremonies, was replaced by the new covenant in which God's laws are written on our hearts. In the Old Testament, a tent of the Lord's presence was set up and the showbread was placed in it. For every saved Christian, their body is the tabernacle of the Holy Spirit. It's now the tent of the Lord's presence. But this time, the bread here is the word of God, the presence of Jesus, the word that became flesh and dwelt amongst us. The more we consume the word of God, the more we consume Jesus. The more we learn, we reflect and we, on that word, the more we understand it better and how to apply it, the more we gain oneness with him, 
the more we come closer to him in his nature. And that is spiritual food as word content that strengthens and edifies our spirit. And so eating his flesh is communion with him and growing in the knowledge of his word and the father's will so that we come so that we come more into that closeness and oneness with him and as we know more of that truth it is that truth that shall sets us free it is more of us taking on his image and his likeness through that eating of the flesh through that communion now by referencing the blood he was talking about the blood covenant which actually comes before eating the flesh. Because this is how we are saved through this covenant, whereby there is forgiveness and remission of sins, so that through him we are made righteous. To receive salvation, we must pass through the blood. Otherwise, there is no atonement. And we would still be in sin and under the law. But when we plead the blood, there is redemption. When we believe on him, it is through his blood that we gain atonement in the eyes of the law. And we are forgiven of all our sins. So consuming his body and his blood calls for that redemption and gives us oneness, gives us knowledge of the truth, brings us in line with the will of the Father and helps us establish a closer relationship with him. This is where he said, whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood, that is John 6 verse 54, whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life. And I will raise them up on the last day. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray that every time at Mass in Church when we receive communion, we are reminded of eating this flesh and drinking this blood. Help us to approach it with that understanding that we are gaining that oneness with Jesus through communion. It is not the physical rite of the bread that we consume, but it is the spiritual food that brings transformation. It is that more greater closeness with Jesus that we are seeking to gain through that physical ritual there. Help us open our hearts, Lord, not just our mouths, but open our hearts to receive him more. And receiving him more through getting to know him more through your word. So that that communion is complete, not just in the body, but in the spirit as well. We remain in him just as he remains in us. We ask for that edification in our spirit, Lord. And as we pray for spiritual edification and growth, we also pray for our physical needs, for all the requests that have been mentioned on our prayer group as well. We pray for those that are battling sickness and disease. 
those that are hospitalized this day, those that will undergo any kind of procedures or tests, surgeries. We pray for all families that are battling separation, where the enemy seeks to steal their love from their home. We invite you, Lord, your presence into that home. We cover these families by your precious blood, Jesus, and we plead your advocacy, the advocacy of your blood over their lives. So that when you take over and the God of love enters their home, every force of wickedness must flee. We curse, we rebuke and bind these wicked forces and ask them, command them to leave right now in the name of Jesus. We take a moment to remember the families we are praying for. Remember where you are seated with Jesus in high places. And command the spirits of wickedness to leave. We cover also every family that is part of the Brisbane prayer group by your precious blood, Jesus. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with the will of the Father that he has planned for our lives. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, from accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, and all kinds of natural disasters. I command that angelic protection in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray also for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives. Father, the ones that we are now praying for, we take charge and authority over their lives and in the name and the authority of Jesus, we declare every chain, every yoke over their life broken. I release your yoke-breaking anointing over these lives, Father. I ask for that presence of your spirit so that when you enter into their lives, there is transformation, there is a change of season from one of failure, from one of struggle, to one of joy, to one of abundance, to one of victory. We pray also for all those members of our family and friend circles that are not yet saved. Quicken them, O oh Father, and they shall call on your name and be delivered. They shall not end up in shame. This we declare over their lives. We pray also for our own personal needs. For growth in our ministry as well. That with every encounter that we have with you through your word, every single day, your light burns brighter in us. And through that light burning brighter, Many more souls are saved and added to the kingdom when we share our testimony and your gospel. Father, we thank you that you have heard us and you always hear us. And when we release our faith, that prayer becomes an answered prayer because your spirit moves. And when we make this our prayer of agreement with him, 
we make that prayer under an open heaven. The manifestation of that answer, we believe, Lord, in our hearts that we have received it. And so we know it shall be ours. I encourage all those that can pray in tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for the gift of tongues to release your tongue and your faith and ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now pray in the Spirit and make our prayer of agreement with Him. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit.
Cara Sandakia <laughs> in Ambrosiata Katakayan and the Ascalabrian Talaracosca, Adastore in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen and amen, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father, for answering our prayer. Thank you, Lord, that you have given us this platform and you hear us. We thank you, Jesus. The words that were spoken to me this morning become my body, blessed and broken. Become me among my people. I will sustain you 
draw from my well, draw from my living well. I give you my saving power to heal, to mend, to strengthen. I am the living bread come down from heaven. Eat my flesh and drink my blood. It is the living life for this world. The scripture I've been given is 2 Corinthians 6.16. What agreement has the temple of God with idols? For we are the temple of the living God. As God said, I will live in them and move among them. And I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. The words that I have been led to this morning are from the book of James, chapter 4, verse 10, where the Lord says, Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and he shall lift you up. Speak not evil one of another, brethren. He that speaks evil of his brother and judges his brother speaks evil of the law and judges the law. But if you judge the law, then you are not a doer of the law, but a judge. There is one lawgiver who is able to save and to destroy. Who are you that judges another? Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And before we conclude, just a reminder that there will not be the Divine Mercy and Rosary Prayer this evening. And we will not have the Divine Mercy and Rosary Prayer tomorrow afternoon as well. And likewise, tomorrow evening's Bible study session will not be held. The morning encounters with the Lord, however, will still continue tomorrow morning as well. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us, let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we build our communion, our closeness, our relationship with him, and as we are blessed from it, let us go out and be a blessing, sharing that same communion and what we know of him, introducing him to others in that same way that we see him so that they are able to see him through our eyes. Let us be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day, everyone. Thank you, Russell. Thank, Thank you, Russell. God bless everyone. Have a good day.